Well, we do have baby dedication today, and I wanted to give you a verse that hopefully is familiar to you in uh, Proverbs chapter 22. Proverbs chapter 22. Jason, would you check those uh, thermostats? Thank you. Proverbs chapter 22 and verse 6 says, Train up a child in the way he should go, and even when he is old or when he is grown, he will not depart from it. Sometimes people ask me uh, where we find baby dedication in the Bible. I want to give you that uh, today, just uh, a few words about what the Bible teaches about baby dedication. This word, Proverbs 22, 6, train up a child. You might, if you're prone to this sort of thing, you might put a little uh, circle around the word train up or the words train up. That's actually one word in Hebrew, and it's pronounced Hanukkah. Now, you may be familiar with the Hebrew word Hanukkah. It's a Jewish holiday, uh, usually in early December. And in this uh, Jewish holiday called Hanukkah, they often give gifts, but it's actually a celebration and a commemoration of the dedication of the temple. Um, when in around 200 years before Christ came, when Greeks came in and destroyed the temple and turned it into a brothel, uh, the Jewish people under the Maccabees, and this is actually told about in First and Second Maccabees, they came in and retook the temple and ran the Greeks out and had to scour the temple, clean it up, get rid of the rubbish. But before they worshipped, they dedicated the temple. And the word dedication in Hebrew is Hanukkah. And it's translated here to train up. It means to put something in the direction of. To, to devote to. And it's interesting that he uses this particular word to describe what we're to do with our children. This is the same Hebrew word that's used in Deuteronomy 20, verse 5. A man can dedicate a house. Or 1 Kings 8, verse 63. Solomon offered a sacrifice of peace offerings, 22,000 oxen and 120,000 sheep. And the king and all the children of Israel thus dedicated the house of the Lord. Hanukkah, dedicated. When Solomon dedicated the temple when it was originally built, 
This is the word that was used of dedication of that temple, Hanukkah. Again, the word that is used here of a child, to dedicate a child. So you could dedicate a house, you could dedicate a temple, you could dedicate a child, and this text encourages us to do so. The reason it's translated train, because it doesn't mean just a one-time thing, but this is the direction. This is, it is set aside for the ongoing purpose of, however the Lord would use it. Now, so what is our motivations here? Why do we bring a newborn baby to the Lord for his for dedication? Let me give you three or four reasons. Uh, for one thing, the, the presence of God and the place of the Lord is the place of blessing. Uh, the Gospel of Mark, chapter 10, verse 13, says they brought young children to him, that is Jesus that he should touch them, and his disciples rebuked them because they didn't think they, these parents should be bringing, bothering Jesus with all these babies. But when Jesus saw it, he was displeased and said to the disciples, Let these little children come to me. Do not forbid them, for of such is the kingdom. And Mark ten sixteen says, And he took them in his arms, and he put his hands on on them, and he blessed them. What does that mean, he blessed them? Well, a blessing in the Bible is more than just words. It is actually the imparting certain virtues and strengths and help and favor. Jesus is saying, I am infusing you with a certain favor and grace from God. You might think, well, a child is a little innocent angel. Why, why would they need blessing? It reminds me of that little boy that had uh, gotten old enough, just old enough to talk some, but not old enough to get out of his high chair. And he had this uh, milk cup, and he was banging it on the high chair. I want some milk. He was banging it. And his mother was busy with the dishes for a moment, and she said, just relax. Have some patience. And he banged it again. He said, I've got patience. What I don't have is milk. (laughs) uh, Children are not born virtuous. They need the blessing of God. So we bring them to the Lord Jesus Christ. When they're sick, you take them to the doctor. When they are uneducated, you take them to the schools. When they need the blessing and favor of God, you bring them to Jesus. We also dedicate them because The place of dedication is a place of spiritual security. In 1 Samuel chapter 1, you'll find that there's a Jewish lady named Hannah who could not have children, and she prayed and prayed. And she finally said, Lord, if you'll give me a child, I will dedicate him back to you. And how do you do that? 
Well, so God gave her one, and in 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse 28, it, uh, Hannah brings the child to the temple and says to Eli, the priest there, he says, I, she says, I prayed for this child, and God gave me what I asked. And this is in the message, paraphrase, and she says, and now I dedicate him to God. She's bringing him to the temple to dedicate him to God. Now, the thing that I want you to know is that if you read First and Second Samuel, you will find that that society around the temple was one of the most corrupt and immoral. It was so bad, God ultimately destroyed it. So he, he is safer, dedicated to God in an immoral society than he was not dedicated back home with mom and dad. Safety, spiritual security lies in, in being given to God, not in your environment. It's also a place of physical safety that we would say. That the God who watches over us certainly watches over the little children. Uh, in Matthew 18, it says they, that they, their angels behold the face of the Father watching for instructions. They have an angel, evidently. Um, I heard this testimony, this uh, from a pastor in Grand Rapids named Jim Samra. Uh, wonderful pastor, Calvary Church there in Grand Rapids. And I, I'm not sure whether it was his grandfather or his wife's grandfather, but I think it was his wife's grandfather. But he said, they, this is a story they passed down from generations. And he was in World War II. He had a, three or four men with him that he was in charge of to take care of and, and go to go with him on these... On these uh, to survey the enemy and watch, and they were out and and they thought they might have been coming over the hill, the enemy coming over the hill. So they decided they would hide. And there was this huge tree that had been hollowed out, and it was so big, it had rotted from the inside, broken off, and now it had been hollowed out. And they thought we could hide in that tree, inside that tree, and be safe from every direction. So all of them were ready to get inside the tree trunk, but the Jim Samer's grandfather said, let's not do it. Back up. And they backed away, and all of a sudden, a mortar shell came and hit directly in that tree trunk. And blew it so, and because it was surrounded by the wood, it blew straight up. If they had all gotten in there, they'd everyone been dead. But instead, the tree protected them. And he passed that story on. I want you to know. He would tell his parent, his kids, and his grandkids. He would say, "I want you to know, God, God save me. God protects me." Do you all believe that God sends? Angels that God sends protection to His people? Do y'all believe that? Because the Bible teaches that. He will give His angels charge over thee, Psalm 91. 
He puts his angels around you, Psalm 34 says. And in 1 Kings, 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 16, they come to Elijah to arrest him. And this army that hates the Jews, they surround him, the Syrians surround him. And Elisha's servant looks out the window and sees all these soldiers. And he says, alas, what do we do now? And Elisha prayed. He looked up to God and said, God, open his eyes so he can see what I see. And it says, the Lord opened the eyes of the young man and he looked and saw and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. That's protection. That's better than Blue Cross and Blue Shield. And whatever else coverage you may have, that's what you want to seek. We bring our children to the Lord Jesus Christ because it is a place of physical safety. We believe God takes care of our children. And I understand there are questions, and I don't have answers to all the questions, but I do know this is an answer, and that is you bring your children to Jesus. It's also a place of victory. You, when you dedicated something in the Bible, Psalm 30, for example, verse 1 says, This is a song at the dedication of the house of David. I will extol thee, O Lord, for you have lifted me up and have not let my foes, my enemies, rejoice over me. See, when you dedicate something, it means it's an accomplishment. You made it. You got there. Do you know what a victory it is to have a little baby in your arms, healthy, your husband beside you, and you guys are ready to dedicate? I mean, this has been a journey. And you would not, have, you would not be here without God. He's blessed you. He brought you guys together. Rachel, he kept you with Corey, because I understand Corey. Most of us know Corey. No, but how, what a tremendous grace has been bestowed on these couples. And then to give them this little baby boy in beautiful health. Beautiful health. So we dedicate because of victory. This is a celebration today of what good the Lord has done. One more verse and then I'm done. This comes from Exodus Chapter 13. Exodus chapter 13. It's about dedicating a baby. Right after they come out of Egypt and God had delivered them, was about to deliver them from through the Red Sea. Exodus 13 verse 11. It, he says, I want you to set up a baby dedication. That's basically what he's telling them here. Exodus 13 11. When the Lord brings you into the land of Canaan, as he swore to you and to your fathers and gives it to you, you are to set apart to the Lord the firstborn. When the Lord brings you in to where he's taking you, when his, when his purposes and timing is accomplished, then and he gives you this little firstborn baby, he says, I want you to dedicate it to the Lord. Exodus 13, 11. And even the firstborn of animals 
shall be the Lord's. He even said, you got a new baby kitten? Bring it to Jesus. <laughs> Just, that's Old Testament, remember. So, and he says, and when the time to come, we've got little Bibles with their names on them, and one day they'll say, what does this mean? Well, here's what he says, Exodus 13, 14. And when in time to come, your son asks you, what does this mean? That is that you dedicated me to God. You say to him, by a strong hand, the Lord brought us out of Egypt from the house of slavery. I'll tell you what it means, son. When we dedicate him to you because we owe God so much our very freedom and forgiveness and future is all wrapped up in the Lord. So I give, I, we brought you to Him to give you to Him because He is worthy. We dedicate you to Him.